Welcome to Sunflower Living, a podcast that believes that life is always worth living. I'm Abile. And I'm Linky. And welcome to our working philosophies on life and living with mental illness. Before we get started, we are not mental health professionals. All opinions expressed in this podcast are our own. Today, we are going to talk about things that people should avoid saying to people who are struggling with the mental illness, especially because it's so detrimental to their healing and to their progress in general. Definitely. So, mm-hmm. what's your first thought on this? I have so much to say on this because it is something I come across, not just in my own life, but in, for example, my friends' lives. And I think where it always begins is at home, where, for example, I'll be, you know, I'll just say to my mom, I'm just kind of down today. And she's like, well, you know, other people have it worse than you, as if I, I opened with that. It's like, you know what, I am so sad and there's nothing that is sadder than how sad I am. I didn't open like that. So whenever it's like, well, other people are worse off, it's like, I never said they weren't. I'm just, can I just have my moment, please? (laughs) Oh my goodness. That reminds me of when people say, um, just snap out of it. Um, That for me feels like such an attack. Right. Uh, instead of making me feel like you've heard me, mm-hmm. it makes me feel like you've made a judgment and yeah. that your judgment is ill-informed because you haven't actually taken the time to listen. No, absolutely. Because I think when someone is like, the, the where my mind usually goes sometimes, it's like, I'll oh, just snap out of it. It's like, you're making it seem as if I haven't tried that. Mm. Like, like, what? You know, and then it also comes from a point of, but then it, here's the, the kind of reverse aspect of that, where I think, you know, a lot of times people were, were growing up, we're always encouraged, you know, not to complain and not to talk about the sort of harder sides of our lives because of propriety or whatever. But I think, you know, that, that that sort of thinking does need to be broken down in this instance because it's like, well, I'm suffering and I need to talk yes. about it so that it's it, it weighs less on me. I think a lot of the time, and you used the right word there, is suffering. Mm-hmm. A lot of the time, people don't view it that way. They view it as a choice. They view Mm. it as um, something that that is more controllable than it really is. And I think when we depart from that and we're Mm -hmm. able to kind of move into a more empathetic role, then only will we be able to say, oh, okay, wait, this is really difficult for you. This is causing you a lot of pain. And so being able to just um, to relate on that level will Mm -hmm. help with things that people people think they should say or people um, say kind of in a very dismissive way of how you're feeling. No, totally. And I think I always sort of think about it in the same vein as if it's almost as if I walked into my home or even just met up with my friend and I started complaining about the line at the bank. And it's like, no, I'm complaining about this one very specific and almost unrelenting part of my of my being that, you know, is I can cope with it. But there are just those days that are worse than others. 
I totally hear you. Mm. I think that more than anything, um, one of the ones that really gets to me is when people say think positive. That for me is like, oh Mm. my goodness. (laughs) I have been thinking positive thoughts. I have been trying to move myself into that direction. It's not like I'm devoid of positive thoughts. It's rather that in this moment, in this moment, I'm Mm -hmm. having a certain feeling and I should be allowed to acknowledge my feelings and to feel my feelings. Exactly. Because I think, I think the word for it now is toxic positivity where it's like, you're, you're, whenever someone is like oh but you know look at the pretty it's like shut up I've done that okay and just (laughs) let me do the thing and like just let me feel this I will get to maybe even just let me take a nap you know read just just you know help me out in this moment of despair and just absolute not even absolute but just like you know a certain level of hopelessness or just you know bleakness I don't think there's anything wrong with that I think the problem because I think sometimes people want to jump to the assumption that like you're going into a spiral and it's like no I'm just having a bad day that's it yes and I think Mm. you know you said um I think more I don't even know how to articulate this. It's more that, like you say, you it feels in that moment, and I'll say it again, like an attack. It feels so intense, and and I think people don't get that. Mm. I think a lot of people um, don't understand that, and that's why, for me, listening is so important, because if you actually hear what I'm saying, you'll hear that I'm actually asking for help. And that's why I'm speaking to you. Otherwise, I would have just kept quiet and dealt with it on my own. But Mm -hmm. when I'm reaching out to share how I'm feeling, more often than not, I'm asking you to be there for me. Just be there. And I think we've talked about this before, is it's not so much about saying, well, get up, you know, you've got to get on with life. But more than anything, it's saying, what can I do for you in this moment? Mm -hmm. Um, How can I help you? in this moment I my worst nightmare in in the sense where like so if someone gets me to open up and then it turns into just a a confessional about what they're going through and it's like oh you don't actually care you just needed an in to make this about you that always leaves me feeling I think a lot worse in a mm. sense, and I mean, coming back to the entirety of like, just, you know, please don't say that. It not only does it feel like an attack, but it makes me feel as if it, it, it almost worsens the mood because oh. then it feels it feels as if you're implying that what I've tried to do to remedy this isn't enough. And yes. I don't know what enough feels like when you're in that space of, yeah, no, I'm I'm not doing very well at this life thing today. <laughs> and I think it makes, for me, it makes me feel like I'm not important. Mm-hmm. It makes me feel like what I'm, what I'm communicating isn't important enough for you to give it space. And I think yeah. often we need to give things space. Um, there's that beautiful poem by Araya Ma- Araya Mountain Dreamer. And Mm -hmm. 
I can't remember all of it at this point, but a lot of it is, are you, are you willing to, to sit with my pain instead of trying yeah. to fix it? Um, yeah. and I think I'll, I'll post that, that poem in the, in the comments, but more than anything else, that's kind of where we have to be. We have to simplify it. We have to strip away our opinion. We have to strip away even thoughts in that moment and just be clear of mind. And then when we're sitting in that space, we're able to hold space for people. We're able to say, okay, in this moment, I will be strong for you. And a lot of the time we need to do that in different instances. And I think this is one of them. Um, Maybe you can share why it doesn't help to say these things. It doesn't help because, and I think, and I, I always say this, I think it, it would be, you know, in, in different conversations, depending on the thing, but I think we all need to realize that nobody has the monopoly on suffering. Yeah. And that's, that's what it always feels like to me is to say that, well, this person whom you do not know and probably will never know is going through this. And it's like, well, I'm not saying that, you know, what I'm feeling in this instance is not, you know, almost compounds what that person is going through. But what I'm asking is just see it for, see me, you know, mm. see my my suffering at this point in time and just let it be, you know. And I, I don't, it, de- it doesn't help because it dehumanizes me. Or, and I think, I think if people gave constructive um, ideas, mm-hmm. that would help so much. But when they don't, then that makes it really difficult. No, totally. And then it also like it comes to a to a point where it feels as if um it, it feels as if again, kind of coming back to that it it like what you have done is not enough, but also at the same time it's like, but what can I do to make you see me? Because at times I think and I think we've talked about this in, in you know in our own in our own lives, we have to say that it's not that someone wants a solution, but they want you to hear them. Yeah, totally. Mm. And I think, you know, we can, there's so many things that Mm. we can ask people not to say, um, but more than anything, we're asking for compassion and maybe you can share with us things that you wish people hadn't said to you while you were suffering, while you were going through a difficult time. Um, and we can really just start to have a conversation about how, what we replace that with. I think more than anything, it, it is. It's questions that say, "I can't, I, I can't relate to how you're feeling, mm. but I can say that it is tough. Um, I can say that I see your pain, and yeah. I want to be there for you. And show me how to do that." Exactly. I think one one instance that has always stuck out to me is I've literally, you know, sort of explained to someone at their beckoning to like I I explained you know what it's like to have a mental illness and then they just kind of got up and walked away and I think yeah that was a lot for me wow and I think in that instance I felt so alien and so other that it was like well I just I guess I should never talk about this again again yes yeah but then as I grew up, I saw that in that I, I was able to look at that moment through a different lens and say, oh, they walked away because they didn't know how to react yeah. or how to um, 
really assist me despite them asking. So, I mean, within that, I, I have a forgiveness, but there is like never, ever ask someone something if you don't want to know the answer. Mm. I think that's always that, that's always a, a good when you're trying to assist like your friend, your wife, your husband, cousin, you know, when you seriously sit down and want to engage with that suffering in that moment, you have to be absolutely present. Otherwise, it's just not it's the intent is spoiled. Totally. Mm. Well, thank you all for listening. We'll catch you on our next episode. Please let us know um, if anything came up for you in this episode. We'd love to hear from you. Thank you so much for listening. And a note, we are not mental health professionals. All opinions expressed in this podcast are our own. Thanks again for listening.